everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Next Level People. This time, we actually get to introduce the queen behind the scenes, Rena. Rena hey. is actually, I mean, she keeps this ship sailing. She is amazing. Yes. She is the best networker in the game, hands down. I mean, she just, she knows how to connect with people, and we're going to chat with her today uh, just about how she got her start. It's amazing, but before we go into that, I just wanted to kind of take some time and say, Rena, publicly, Rena, thank you so much for all that you do. She has been grinding and trying to get us some amazing guests. (laughs) Not trying, she has been getting us some amazing guests and I am so excited for her partnership with this. Uh, she is seriously just such a good person, even outside of what she's doing for Next Level People. Even if she didn't do anything at all with this, she's just an amazing person. And it shines through in everything that she does. And so I'm super excited to have her on the team and cannot wait to see where this goes. So Rena, thank you for everything that you do. And thank you for showing up for an episode of Next Level People. I'm super excited about it. Yeah. Thank you for dealing with us, too. I appreciate that. I am really excited to do this, too. I actually always wanted to make my own podcast, and now I'm kind of getting, like, an intro into that. Yeah. Yeah. And some pros like yourselves, like, (laughs) we're going to really (laughs) – Yeah. No, I'm excited about it. Like – Seriously, uh, and we'll we'll get into we're gonna do another episode where we talk about all the stuff that Rena has done as far as networking goes, because and just how she does it because she is she's incredible at it. But today we're getting into I mean, uh, Rena, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you kind of dive into it because you are the expert on this subject. But we're gonna dive into how she got into just her career, which was she got her start with. Jerry Springer, actually. That was my very first job out of college. And it was (laughs) honestly unplanned. I started off um, at Purdue and I was working at an NPR station. I used to read the news and the weather. This is AM 920 WBAA, listener supported public radio from Purdue. And I wanted to work in radio. So I drove up to Chicago um, and I interviewed at WGN which I would have loved to have worked there, but there wasn't an opening when I was graduating. And then when I was in Chicago interviewing at WGN, I saw that Jerry Springer was looking for interns. I saw a flyer in the same courtyard. Yeah. And so I was like, well, I'm already here. You know, I drove two hours. So I walked across to NBC Tower and I was like, I'm here to meet with the intern coordinator. And I didn't even have an interview. And they put me through security and they were impressed that I got up there. <laughs> but this is like pre 9-11, you know, yeah. I was just having the gumption to go over there and try it. Yeah. And um, I ended up starting two weeks later. That's so rad. That's really that cool. is how I even like learned my way around Chicago. Like, yeah. yeah, you know, I was new to the city. I was crashing on somebody's couch. I was eating out of cans. I was like... Um, a wreck, you know, I was living and breathing the job. Like, you're living the dream. That's what you're living doing. The dream. Dream, yeah. And I was just like, it was kind of another one of those moments, like breaking the board. Like mm-hmm. I just saw that I was going to do it. 
And and I was like, I'm and, and same thing with the Gary V thing. I was like, never book sponsorships, but I'm getting one because I want to go there. I was like, that's this is awesome. a crazy opportunity. I'm doing this, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's rad. So did you at the time? Did you know anything about Jerry Springer? Did you know who he was and what he was about? I mean, hell yeah, I watched the okay. show. Okay, okay, <laughs> all right. Growing yeah, up, that show was like whenever I was homesick from school, no matter what. It was, <laughs> I'm watching Jerry Springer all day long. I don't care. Like if I would, I would be like nine years old and watching like all the shenanigans that was happening over there, and yeah, good and show. What what great television! Great television. Like and, up close, like clumps of hair on the stage, fingernails out, like people oh, knocked out of their chairs, man. like the entire <laughs> realness of that. That's wild. how real was it though? That's what oh. we all want to know. Like oh. how real, real was this? Well, obviously they're not going to let me say that, but. We were told to uh, only book real stories. And let me tell you, too, it's a much easier show to produce if something's really going on. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. You don't have to push the people very far if you, you know, bring the chick who's been banging on the door for five years. Yeah. You know? Yep. That's why. And so at the time of this recording, they wrapped up like. A week ago, right? Yeah. The Jerry Springer has finally closed their doors and most people don't even know it's still on the air. <laughs> yeah. I was I was actually surprised when so I did some research on uh, the Jerry Springer show and I was like, They're still doing stuff? That's what? I mean how many years was that on the show or on, on the air? People that have been there since ninety six. So <laughs> that's just, like the longest laster I know. But yeah. truthfully, my old intern on Springer is now the senior producer of the Steve Wilco show. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna uh, bring that up. That's crazy. That Jerry Springer is so popular that his own his bodyguard, I guess his main security guard, got his own own damn show. And I worked on the pilot of of the Steve that's Wilco. So show. cool. Yeah, I never. That's it's so funny damn because cool. Um, I had like a bobblehead of Steve. It, it was like him as a cop. And I was like, dude, this show's never going to get picked up. So I like gave it to a family relative that I met in Tennessee that I only met like once. I'm like, yeah. this thing is probably worth money now. <laughs> That's right. funny. <laughs> so, I mean, so you, you, you started off as an intern. Walk me through the, I guess, your career with them. And then we're going to get into some of the, the craziest stories that you have Top three stories. I want to hear that. So think about that while you're telling the story. But so you started off as an intern, <laughs> and then so yeah, I started off as an intern, and oh my god, like I remember it like it was yesterday. Truthfully, um, you know, my primary well, there were lots of things that I did, but primarily I had to take care of the guests. Like yeah. as an intern, you know, they gave me like petty cash. They're so like, go entertain them. I'm like, oh okay, like I'm new to the city. This is great. Yeah. So I remember one time, well, there were two things. Once I went to Navy Pier and I took them on a boat and then they're like paging me to come back to the studio and I've got no phone, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, no. like messaging, messaging me. I'm like, they told me to entertain these people. And I'm like in the middle of Lake Michigan. So I get back and I get completely reamed, yeah. you know, and I was yeah. like, I was showing them the city. Like. Okay, so talk, so, talk to so oh, you're, you're entertaining the guests, and so I'm oh, going back to yeah, you must have the guests for days on this entertaining one. the guests wait. of Jerry Springer show. Oh, like, 
the what? amazing, wonderful people that must Boy, be. Boy, did I get looked at. Let's just say, I mean, I from like where we went to eat to the House of Blues to breaking up fights in the street to one chick, we were on a double decker bus and she had braids and one of her braids got stuck in a tree and it like ripped off part of her hair. I'm like, <laughs> oh my God. Like, I'm like, like pulling it for her. You know, I'm like, <laughs> That's amazing. I'm like you're good, you're good. <laughs> That's amazing, but yeah, I mean, like, yeah. I if there's any people that, people yeah, if you want to get, if you want to party, the only way to truly party is with Jerry Springer guests. Like, that's oh yeah, got to be the most insane party ever. So were you like going to bars and like stuff like that with them, or like so how- mainly like House of Blues was the place where we had vouchers. Like, oh my god, and we had to apologize to House of Blues many times. Um, yeah. Yeah, That's <laughs> I'm surprised. Wild. Like the three seasons or the two and a half seasons I was there, like that they were still a vendor. Like That's so nuts. Funny. Yeah, I can't even imagine the stories. Like I like I feel like we could do like a whole season of podcast episodes just with your stories. Probably. I mean, so, so to- yeah. And what's crazier too is like recently, since the show is ending, like I got invited to a private Facebook group um, mm. with everyone who's ever worked on the show. There's like 300 people in there, yeah. and I was like, "Who wants to be on a podcast?" Because like, nice. oh my god, like how crazy would it be for me to like reconnect with some of those people? Someone um, who was my associate producer, like on uh, like midway through my career. Yeah. Just saw one of my LinkedIn videos of me breaking the board through someone that we shared mm-hmm. and she reconnected with me and she's like the head of membership now at Second City in Chicago. So I'm like really excited to reconnect with her. I honestly did not even recognize her. Yeah. She used to have like a short haircut. Now it's super long and she dyed it and she got married and changed her name and I was like, oh my God, we can yeah. go on days. Yeah. That's nuts. Just so everybody knows the whole breaking the board thing that you're referencing. <laughs> What, what are you talking – I know what you're talking about, but just so that people know, what, what are you talking about? So I went to Tony Robbins leadership training about a year ago. It was actually last August, and um, it was four days of, like, the most incredible motivational speakers. Um, it was a personal development, like, workshop, right. essentially. And at the end of the four days, instead of walking on coals, they had you break a board. And yeah. the board looked thick. I had never broke a board before and it was like, you know, four days of jumping up and down and screaming mantras and, you know, working on yourself and figuring out what you wanted to break through. And I just, like I was talking about earlier, you know, I made a decision. I was like, I'm going to give it one good go. I'm going to hit it like I mean it. And I broke that board. I didn't even realize I broke the board until they held it up. And then I like let out this crazy scream because it was like so empowering. Yeah. Yeah. That's nuts. That's cool. Um, So I want to know about Jerry Springer. What is he like as a person? You know, what's really funny about that. I was honestly nervous every single show to pitch him like who I was bringing. Like he would show up like five minutes before the show. He was so seasoned. He's like, what are their names? Who do they want to be with? You know, like, yeah. who are they going home with? And I'm like, you That's know, hysterical. like still, I it was my first job and I was 21. Yeah. And, um, you know, I had a little bit of that, like, putting him up on a pedestal thing. Right. 
So, question for you: Who actually is the person that decides who um, you bring on the show? Was, were they screened by you? Is that your job? Is that I had like to the pitch producer? the stories to the senior producer and the executive okay. producer, and I had to write them, and I had to tell their story, and I had to sell them. But look, truth be told, you're like, I've got people that want to do this, and that was like really hard exactly. to get them here. So, yeah. whether they're a five or an eight, we need to make them an eight. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, no, the thing that I loved about the show was the, the, like, random, not random, but the, like, thing at the end that Jerry would always do, like, so if, (laughs) yeah, if you think that you can be happy with, you know, 10 different lovers of, like, I don't know, like, he was just like, take care of yourself and each other. (laughs) Yeah, he just got so serious, like, we just watched, like, a bunch of people beat the crap out of each other on your show. I know. I love it. Yeah. And you just got news anchor at the end. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I'm so, just like, I'm just curious. Like, is, is what, what is the real Jerry? Is he, he the... actually wrote all of those final thoughts. He it, was mayor of Cincinnati. Right. He wanted to be a politician kind of was until yeah. he wrote a bad check. Um, yeah. And you know, his show really started off, um, in a different format where he wanted it to be more Geraldo, you know, but then his ratings were in the toilet and, um, there was a producer that said, you know, um, I've got a great story. Basically. I think it was like some sort of ex, like there was a relationship where the lady was like, if you bring my ex or if, if, or a guy said, if you're going to bring my ex, then I'll knock her out or something like that. And the executive producer was like, bring her. That's amazing. <laughs> and the rest is history. Like the ratings went through the roof. They started beating out Oprah and that became their bread and butter. Like, you know, cheating stories, love triangles. That was the bread and butter of the show. Yeah. Then it that's kind of crazy. crazy. Yeah. That's awesome. So let me ask you, I mean, like you're the one that's fielding these phone calls originally, right? Exactly. Is that, is that how it works? So, like, oh you're yeah. You get like a list. Saying, Okay, so you get like a list people of people like, that called in one eight hundred nine six Jerry. Okay, cool. Yeah. So then, like you're on the phone, you're you're like you're essentially cold calling these people, right? And saying yeah. like, hey, listen, how screwed up are you? Get on the show. That's <laughs> like, what. hey, did you call the Jerry Springer show? What's going on? Oh my, God. that's that's gotta be so entertaining. That must have been such like a fun job for two years for you to do, and the shit that you must have yeah. seen just. You'll, that's that's an experience. That's so fun. I wish I did something cool like that. I mean, truthfully, too, like, first of all, yes, that was so much fun for me because I'm, like, a news junkie and a story junkie, and, mm. like, I'm screaming on these calls. Like, people yeah. can hear me all over the office because I'm, like, as crazy as they are, yeah. which it truthfully takes an element of that to, to climb the, the ladder there. Yeah. Every producer of that show had an element of insanity. Yeah. Sure. Um, but then, too, like, after two seasons of that, like, I swear to God, like, it, it had to get worse and worse. You're like, how, you know, I'm like, are you related? I'm like, do they know? I'm like, <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's crazy. Yeah, and I thought like, my... Nothing was bad enough. Like, you know, like, it really had to, like, they had to have Tourette's or, like, they had to be a little person or... <laughs> You know, it had to be really out there to even raise an eyebrow anymore. Like, I'd heard so many stories where I'm like, mm, yeah, it's only been going on for six months. Call me back in a little bit. You know? Yeah, that's funny. And so what? OK, 
number three story. Not don't go with the the zinger. Don't go with the the right hook knockout right now. But what's like, like work a, your way up. Yeah. Suspense, what's what's know. like your, your? I can safely suspense. say that you'll never find this episode. But I was actually on there once. What? <laughs> All right. Show. Hold the, show. <laughs> hold the hold. news. Yeah. What? Okay. Hell we need to we need to have this story. What's what's going? So you called they in. Give you all the juice, but basically there was a producer that couldn't get booked, and okay. she was like, "Rena, you're one of the craziest chicks I know. We're having a hypnotist on the show." Okay. So, so we're taking a few people from the office, and you're one of them. <laughs> nice. So okay. So there was a hypnotist. And okay. What happened? I can't say the rest. <laughs> what? Come on. Oh, Come what? on, Rena. Blurred. What? <laughs> it was blurred. <laughs> Why can't we find this episode? <laughs> no way. Oh, so after, man. after I was on the show, and actually, okay, I'm going to totally switch subjects. That's all y'all get. Um, I'm going to leave you hanging there. But um, uh, I, I, I feel like I, uh, how, can, how can we go on now? I know, right? So there was one security guard that was sitting next to me, and he had, like, a seriously weak stomach. And they hypnotized him to think that someone next to him smelled awful, and he literally threw up, like, had to run for the trash can. That's crazy. That was incredibly powerful. I mean, I couldn't believe they got him to do that. I will tell you, like, hypnotism works in for some people yeah that's like kind of worked for me too like i had been oh my gosh okay i'm gonna tell you guys a little bit more about what yes. i did that is crazy so yes. i've been traveling for like two days mm-hmm. like on a shoot i i don't even remember where we went i think it was to meet with like the grand wizard of like the kkk in florida or georgia or something <laughs> And what? <laughs> Hold on. Did he Story know that you were Jewish? Oh, yeah. That was another thing. I was like, can I change my name? Because like I, this was like pre-internet. Right. But yeah. Rena's pretty Jewish. Like Is the it? name Rena, like most of the time, like, you know, okay. like people know. Yeah. Okay. Especially Rena Friedman. Like, yeah. I had no idea. That really? Maybe. Oh, yeah. Well, it's because we're uncultured Thanks, swine. Guys. Yeah. We're very uncultured. <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, look at me. I- I'm in a New York Jet practice T-shirt. You almost look like yeah. you could be like <laughs> me. Yeah, or, or Italian or something. Yeah, go. I get it. I get Italian. I get Italian, but I'm Irish and German, and I like. I get so. Italian, Hispanic. Somebody asked me once if I was Bohemian. I'm like, let's just go with any of those things because in Kentucky, Bohemian, I really didn't. Uh, I thought that was a race. Song. <laughs> I, have no idea. I feel like that's a style, possibly. I don't know. What do you? What do I look like? Uh, This ancestry DNA right now, ready to go. Oh man, (laughs) you uh, you look like you're like prancing around in like the fields of like the Netherlands or something. Right, right, right. Like the hills of the sound of music. You're the people that. uh, That's actually one of my favorite movies. So there you go. Yeah, but that's that's uh, Austria. Anyways. No joke. One of my favorite movies of all time is Sound of Music, but that's a different really? story. Yes. Okay. Uh, Let's get back okay, on. So, ADD. damn it. Two. You've been on a 
shoot for two days, meeting with the Grand Wizard of the KKK. He doesn't know you're Jewish. Hypnotism. <laughs> Go. Yeah. Anyways, so I got hypnotized to think I was a what? <laughs> that's what the show is, right? Yeah, that's nuts. Oh yeah, good thing it was blurred and uh, yeah, good thing uh, they edited it the way I chose to, uh, you know. Yeah. Oh my that's gosh. Crazy. That yeah. is oh. hilarious. How was the uh, how was the office conversation around the water cooler after that episode? After that one. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, yeah. that was awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about a team building event. Right. Oh, absolutely. Uh, we need to get a hypnotist on the show. No problem. Oh, and by the way, the guy from Dude Perfect just connected with me yesterday. All right. You know, we we, we have to like get together for that one the somehow. Yeah, and we have to actually like do that. Like get a bunch of footballs and try to um you know teach compete. them to Yeah. Teach us to hit targets and crap. That'd be so fun. Sorry. I told him that my 10-year-old is, like, a huge fan and that I really needed to connect with the Purple Hoser, and that totally worked. Nice. That's awesome. I knew the code name, you know? Like, that's part of it. That is. Yeah. That is a part of it. Um, Okay. So that's that's crazy though. Like I've seen, I, I went to like a I went to a like a state fair or something like that and saw like a hypnotist show. And this lady, I felt so bad for her. Like they like, I don't know if it was on camera or not, but she was doing some stuff up there that like she for sure uh, maybe maybe not, but they hypnotized her to think that she was absolutely like crazy in love with one of the other guys on stage or something like that and she's like she was a big woman and (laughs) she that's not fun for anybody laid it on thick no pun intended but like she was like it was intense it was like oh man you better stop this before like parents start getting pissed (laughs) it was like yeah oh man but uh but that's awesome that's that's wild okay so that's that's the third best story number two what's the second craziest story i love i feel like that's an amazing story though like i i'm the second best one would have been that i got to go to springer break in jamaica i Um... forgot about that i remember hearing about that Okay, yeah. talk to me about that. That was have, something uh, I will never forget. I mean, I we, we took our best guests with us. And, like, the production assistants and the associate producers stayed on the location with the guests. Yeah. So I was an associate producer at the time. And then um, the producers got to stay at the Grand Lido with, like, Jerry and the executives. But I was actually dating another Springer producer at the time. So oh, I was going no. back and forth. And, yeah, in the middle of the night, too, I would, like, see some people also sneaking back and forth, and we were kind of, like, high-fiving each oh other. Oh, my gosh. That's <laughs> hilarious. That's hilarious. Yeah. That's such a wild time. Like, I, I can't even, like, I'm trying to imagine what that would be like, but that's, like, it's just, oh my God. that is yeah. next level <laughs> right that's there. That's next level. 
Oh, oh my God. And one time we snuck off the resort, me and this midget, and yeah. it was a little bit dangerous. I was like, oh my God, you just want to stay at the resort. Like we ended up going to a club like in Montego Bay and I'm like with a midget and I think like one other person and we're like surrounded by like natives and like we definitely stuck out, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but the good thing is, is that like everybody wanted to meet a midget. So I was like, I feel safe with her. Like, you know, and yeah. we just like, yeah. we're dancing and like having fun and we were drunk and thank God we made it back to like the resort. But yeah, yeah. that was crazy. That's nuts. That is fun. I'm, still I'm very jealous. With, like, like, I'm very jealous. like she has a, she has one son that's um like, regular size and then one son that's um a little person and uh (laughs) and um actually her son is like one of the children that is like he's like on a national campaign for like make a wish foundation like he's had honestly like a lot of health stuff but like at walmart if you donate to like i think it is make a wish foundation or whatever her son is like one of those he's the face of it receivers or whatever what are the, what would they be called beneficiaries yeah that's yeah. nuts yes yeah 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 so that's kind of crazy i'm like met her through springer and now like i yeah. know her kid and yeah so I, I mean it sounds like you kind of keep in touch with some of these people like how t- talk to me about the relationships that you because yeah. i mean like some of the strongest relationships out there are the ones that you go through the craziest times with Right. Like I'm never going to experience that with anyone else. Like we went to Jamaica. Honestly, she was one of the best guests on my show. Um, she had a boyfriend that was cheating on her with a regular size person and she was so spunky and she was cute. Like she was blonde. She had, you know, uh, (laughs) big hands. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) She was very, very smart. and And, um, so she basically told the girl, like, drop to your knees and I'll fight you like a real woman. And that was it. I mean, that was the line. I mean, the crowd went wild and it was hysterical. Dang. Yeah, it was. I was like, you're going to Jamaica, you know? <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. That's so cool. Uh, but so as far as like some of the, some of the other producers and like the, the employees, you said you're in a, a Facebook group now with like 300 people. Um, oh my god! It's like it honestly is like a show in that private Facebook. I mean, really? yeah, like one person was like, "Oh, so and so on his IMDb tried to say he was the producer of that show. That was me. You know, he's getting all the credit, and you know, he's been quoted in a book, and he's a oh my god. There's so much like craziness. Drama. Yeah, and then one guy that I worked with actually passed away. Like, uh, you know, yeah. it, it's already been a while that I was on that show. Like, I worked there from 2001 to 2003. So, um, so much has, you know, gone on over the years, but I actually know like, oh my God, like probably 10 people that are still with the show. So that's pretty insane after all of these years, you know, and I'm, his publicist will probably watch this episode, which is crazy. I'm like still connected with her on all of my social. She's in Chicago. She was actually the founder of Big Lots, which is crazy. That's nuts. Really? Yeah. I'm going to Big Lots later, actually. (laughs) That's very funny to bring that up. Yeah, so I will tell you. Okay, so my craziest story, and this probably, like, honestly helped me get promoted from associate producer to producer. So I'm going to say my number one story was I saw 
on the call sheet or whatever, you know, the one eight hundred nine six Jerry Collins, that they were called um, carts. Um, it said fourteen year old caught her grandmother in bed with her boyfriend, and it was true. <laughs> what? I swear to God. And I booked the fourteen year old, the grandmother, the mother had just gotten released from prison like two months prior. She slept with them too. And I got the 18-year-old kid. The one story went the whole show. And there were tears. There was, like, screaming. He admitted to it. She, The 14-year-old was pregnant. Oh, it was freaking nuts. What? Like, you can't get a better story than that. And here's what's even crazier. The mom, like, wasn't allowed to leave the state. So we sent a limo to her lot space in Georgia and picked her up. Jesus. That is, I mean... That's a hell of a story. That Thanks. is insane. <laughs> like the, I don't even know what to say. To that. I How know. Can you call that up. I, I mean, don't know. Like, we you can't just, make that up. No, you can't make that up, and we can't follow that up. So, <laughs> shit. <laughs> I thought I had issues. That's nuts. Right? Oh my gosh. Well, I'm glad I made you feel better. There you go. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Listen, we, gonna... got, we got some self-confidence boosting out of this episode, too. Awesome. That's, that's, that's This is nuts. what happens when I get up too early. <laughs> Dude, I, I love it. So, I mean, this was, a, this was fun. This was a lot of fun. Yeah. I, like, this, I feel like Rena would beat us at I've, I've never <laughs> or maybe lose. How does that game work? Never well, have I, I ever. Never have I ever. Games anymore, <laughs> I feel like either way, better. like Rena would win or lose I really bad. Won. She would win. Yeah. I don't remember how that works. What direction it goes? You know, it kind of makes me feel like Greg. You have some pretty cool stories too from our conversations. Rena, you have this. I kind of feel like the odd man out, guys. I'm not gonna lie. I don't have a lot of good stories. You've got it sucks. You've got stories. You've been. In, I've got good You've been stories. in a band. Yeah. Ooh. Well, that's so. true. I got some good stories. But. Yeah. Did you have groupies? No, we were a cover band. I mean, <laughs> He's like, I married yeah, the no. one. <laughs> yeah, I married the one. The one groupie. Yeah. No. No, 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 no. Had a lot of, you know, crazy nights, but no, like, groupie groupies. Yeah. It's kind of hard to get groupies when you're singing Jesse's Girl in summer 69, <laughs> four nights a week, like an idiot. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Good well, one. I mean, if you're going to sing anything, I mean, you might want to sing not? other songs. I mean, why not? You know, maybe. Why not? Yeah. Gotta but, love Rick Spring. But Rena, this was, this was awesome. Like I, th- this was a, one of, I think probably the most fun show I've ever done just because like, I don't think anybody could top any of your stories. Like, Thank you. <laughs> I, no. that's like, that's awesome. Do you have, why don't you have this on your LinkedIn? Do you have it on your LinkedIn? Uh, my LinkedIn needs a makeover. You can help me there. Hey, should I show you the picture of me looking like a totally different person? Yes. Okay. Let's see here. Can you see oh that? Oh my gosh. Rena, who is that? That yeah. is Jerry, then me in the middle, then Richard Dominic, who is the executive producer. That's not you in the middle. It is. Me and the high pony, the fake and big tan, the big gold hoops. Oh, yeah. Dude, there's nothing. 
more Chicago circa early 2000s than that picture. Right. Like that is perfect description. Yeah. I feel perfect. I feel yeah. And yes, I will. I'll whatever you need with your LinkedIn profile. I'm more than happy to (laughs) jump on. But I feel like that should the first thing you need to do is have that as your profile pick. Hands down. Oh, yeah. without a doubt. How, yeah, there's nothing <laughs> else I can even compare. I've pictures that could be my profile pic. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, Rena, I'm, again, super pumped that you're on the show. I'm super excited for just that you said yes to these two weirdos. But, I mean, I guess mm-hmm. I guess we're maybe not as weird as you've experienced, but we're, Still kind we're, of we're up there. We're up there. <laughs> No, but I, yeah. I'm so excited for all that you bring to this show. Uh, I'm excited just for the friendship that you have brought in the. Uh, when did we meet, Rena? Like a, we haven't even met in real life, but I mean, when did we first talk? That was like. I big... think it was honestly like I think we connected through our love of Michaela Alexis. Probably, I mean, if you're gonna connect so over it's anything, almost been talk like about groupies. Oh yeah, no, yeah. I, like, we're for Groupie. sure Michaela Alexis groupies. Yeah, there you go. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, we, the conversations that we've had in the past, only like six, seven, eight months, something like that. I don't know. Like, it's wild. Just the, I don't know. You're an awesome person. And we person. share a birthday. Yeah, that's the other thing. Okay, we share a birthday. Don't we share like similar anniversary? I'm not sure, but we have the same amount of kids. Same amount of kids. Okay. My anniversary is January 15th. When's yours? Oh, mine's, oh my God, it's the 14th. There you go. Generally, yeah. Wait, wait. Is that the 14th? <laughs> I think it there is. There you go. Yeah. But yeah, so we have the same it's birthday. It's been that long. We have, we, we actually, we got fired around the same time. Yeah. Uh, we, the anniversary, th- like we have so much, so many random things in com- common. It's just like the stars aligned and like Rena had to be on this show. It just, yeah. it, it was, 100%. it was ordained. We're on a mission from Gad. Oh, what yeah. movie? What movie? Anybody? Uh, no idea. No idea, Rena? <laughs> no, I don't know. Blues Brothers, come on. Oh, yeah. We're on a mission from Gad. I was going to say Armageddon for some reason. They might have said that in there. But... Problem. Asteroid, end of the earth, you know. Yeah. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, Rena Watts, connect with her on LinkedIn. She's just, she's good people. She's awesome.